This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jamie. And guess what? Guess what? She got the vid, y'all. You know how I was like, Sky Daddy loves me. I haven't got the vid yet. He's pissed off. I called him Sky Daddy. He was like, this bitch is going to call me Sky Daddy one more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. And here I was. New Year's Eve. Picture <laughs> it. <laughs> New Year's Eve 2021. Mm-hmm. Betty White has just passed away. Because why the fuck not, right? <laughs> she was like, this year sucked and I'm taking it with me. Right. So Jamie's like, wow, I'm a little achy. I'm a little stuffy. I have this at-home COVID test. It's probably not a thing. I'm triple vaccinated. Let me take this test. <laughs> Positive. <laughs> My PTSD was so fucking triggered because I was sitting there waiting for a line to show up. And then when it did, what did you do? Same fucking results. I cried. Oh my God. I was like, it was like, it took me back 23 years ago when I was like, please don't be a line. Please don't be a line. Please don't be a oh, fucking yeah, line. Oh, you're pregnant with Katie. <laughs> so now I'm sitting there on New Year's Eve like, please don't be a line. Please don't be a line. Please don't be a line. Then there was a line and I cried again. <laughs> PTSD is real. And now it was it was almost as bad as finding out I was pregnant. Mm. Paco hasn't touched me. Yesterday was the first time he touched me in eleven days. <laughs> I got no New Year's kiss. Oh, not even like from across the room, like nope. blown at you. I was in bed by ten o'clock on New Year's Eve. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because I felt like shit. Yeah. So New Year's Eve, I'm doing my thing. Paco is like, you have the fungus, like I'm fucking moldy. Uh, I love that he called it the fungus. He's like, you keep your moldy ass on that couch, I'll keep my moldy ass on this, my not moldy ass on this couch. Then, Betty White dies. Uh, Then, my niece gives birth and I can't even see the baby. Then, oh my god, my poor pregnant child. Oh. Her dog murdered her fucking stuffed bear. And she called me like she had fucking... She called me like I thought she lost the baby. Like Yeah, that's what you were saying. That she is was how so hysterical she mm-hmm. was. Let me all let me all tell you all about Ron the Bear. So I met my ex Ron when Katie was just about to turn two. He came to pick me up at Denny's. I was working at Denny's. Um, we had a date. I was doing some side work. There was this stuffed bear in the claw machine. And I said to him, I said, look, I'm over here doing this claw machine. I handed him $5. I said, will you, you know, do your best to win that bear? It's really cute. I want to get it for my kid. Well, two seconds later, where I gave him that money to go kill some fucking time, he shows up with the bear in his hand, hands me back my $5 and says, it was only 50 cents. I want it. Well, good for you. I've been trying all fucking I know, right? He's such an overachiever. Right. Anyway. (laughs) So then... (laughs) <laughs> he's so excited to be a grandfather oh my god he's over the moon yeah it's so funny he is like over the moon mm-hmm. so after this happens ron calls me anyway so 
I was going back home and we it was a Friday and we were going out to I think karaoke at the village pub. That's how long ago it was. Oh wow. Okay. So the village pub is enclosed for probably twenty five years now. Mm. Actually, not that long because at least eighteen. So anyway, um <sighs> That was so nice when that was there, because it's like so nearby. Right. Yeah. So I go and I walk into the house and Katie's dad was late picking her up. Okay. And she comes running up and it was really <sighs> early in mine and Ron's relationship and I was not ready for Katie to meet him. But lo and behold, there she is. Mm. She had just crawled out of the fireplace, by the way, because she loved what? to crawl in the fireplace. No matter how many times we bathed that child, she looked so dirty all the time. Like, <laughs> those chimney sweeps off fucking um, Mary Poppins. That's uh-huh. what she looked like constantly because she was always in the fireplace. We oh, never used it. But it was all dirty and sooty. Yeah. So here comes this little child covered in soot. And I'm like. <laughs> That's how Rod meets Katie. I'm covered like, oh, in soot. Oh, shit. Like, don't mind my child that just came out of the fireplace. Like, I'm like, like some weird off, Santa child. Right. I'm like, first off, <laughs> this is Satan. And she's just come from the bowels of hell. I know, right? Um, I was like, shit, you're not supposed to be here. And she was like, daddy late. Daddy late. And I'm like, all right, daddy's late. So I said, so Ron hands her this bear. He says, here you go, little one. As I'm scooping her up to fucking get her clean. Yeah. And I say to Katie, I said, tell Ron thank you for the bear. And she said, thanks, Ron the bear. Oh. And from that moment on, Ron the bear bear has been Ron the bear and she has literally slept with him every night of her life. Oh my God. Now, here's the thing. Ron the Bear has survived house fires, everything. When Ron and I broke up, right before we got engaged, mm-hmm. when Ron and I broke up, I was seeing this very nice guy, Dwayne. He was super sweet. Um, We were in the car, and Katie was in the back seat, and Katie said to this boy, do you see this bear? This is Ron the Bear. This is not Dwayne the Bear. Oh, Dwayne yes. the Bear is a stupid name. I remember this now, yeah. So I'm like, what the fucking shit? And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> my daughter has lost her mind. So anyway, she calls me last week. Sounds like she, I thought she lost the baby. That's how hysterical. Something was murdered. Somebody was murdered. Come to find out the dog has turned up, tear, tore up the spare. So I have found the fabric that needs to go onto the spare to match the bear exactly. I have found somebody on Etsy that is willing to make a bear. It's just going to be different. That's not good enough for Katie. Oh, God. So, Katie has gone online, found a stencil. Oh, my God. The dog just burst in the door. Right? So, Katie has found a stencil to put Ron the Bear back together again. So, on the day that Ron the Bear dies. (laughs) Ron the Bear dies. (laughs) I get a call from the original Ron the Bear. Uh Uh-huh. He's like... I can't believe that the bear is gone. I'm very upset. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Mm-hmm. Here's poor Ron the bear, by the way. Oh. Yeah, Ron the bear is gone. Oh, God. There's no there's no coming back from this. Oh, boy. There's none. So, Ron... Wait, can't you just put stuffing back in it and just sew it up? <sighs> you would think. <laughs> <laughs> you would think. Just no. sew up the spots where 
it's like ripped up. No, a she bit wants doll. this fucking doll, this fucking bear, exactly the way it was her whole entire life. So well, anyway, she needs to like calm down. Can first I tell of you, all. she's very like, emotional. Can I tell you, I stripped this Lord. thing, and like twenty two years of just plain muck came out of it. It was disgusting. So anyway, Ron calls me, and he's like, "Are you okay?" Why wouldn't I be okay? <laughs> was it my Ron the bear that died? I mean, my Ron the bear died about, I don't know, six years ago. Why <laughs> I'm not I, pregnant, so there's that. Why would I be upset? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, I know that the bear meant a lot. And I was like, to Katie. <laughs> to Katie. Right. Like, I don't know. She's putting it up in the, like, the family group chat. Kira is so mean. Kira's like, so it was a mercy killing. Ah! <laughs> Mercy killing. So then Katie calls me crying because of what Kira said. Then I have to yell at Kira. And Kira's like, you're so sensitive. Like, she hasn't been so dramatic because my sister got COVID too. And swore to God she was going to die from it. Oh my God, everybody has COVID right now. It's like so ridiculous. So Ron's like, however much. I said, I found a bear similar to Ron the Bear on the internet. It was $184. $184 for a stuffed fucking bear made out of some fucking baby blankets. I was like, yeah, it's $184. He was like, well, I'll throw some money towards it. The fuck we will? We're not spending $185 on a bear when we won this one for 50 cents out of a motherfucking crate machine. Okay, so your daughter is cray-cray. She's emotional. She's a little cray, if we're going to be honest. She's a little cray-baby right now because she's pregnant. But I oh, think I'd be like, look, you need to calm the frack down. Congratulations to Brittany, my niece, and her boyfriend, Calron, who had the most adorable baby this week, too. His name is CJ. He's I know. Congratulations. Cute. He's, He's fucking so cute. cute. Oh, my gosh. Your sister posted a picture with her, with both of them in her arms, and I almost passed out from the cuteness. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. And you know what? Everybody's doing the 10-year thing right now, and your sister put up hers, and she was, like, so much heavier 10 years ago uh-huh. than she is now. And I'm like, you look so great. And she's got her gray baby. She's just got a new glow. She has a new glow about her. She's got a new attitude. She does. It's amazing. And I'm like, I hope I mean, that, that this is so crazy. That's, no, it hasn't. She's still crazy, and 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 her her cup does not run us over. <laughs> You'll have to excuse me because oh I spent all God. week crying, so I decided to watch a bunch of movies that would make me cry. So I was crying for a reason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that before. I think so, yeah, we've done that before. I have watched A Walk to Remember. I've watched Remember the Titans. We Are Marshall. I have watched um, Hope Floats. Um, Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> Oh my god. Not the notebook. A walk to remember is Nicholas Sparks, though. Seriously? Yeah, I didn't watch that shit. Or the Titanic. They were like, movies like this, and I was like, I'm not watching that one or that one. You know what? You guys can't see me giving her the face <laughs> I'm giving her. Because she had to specifically say, but not the notebook. Right. Because she knows how it's much I notebook. love it. I love it. It's not the notebook. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> but anyway so jamie has got a lot going on right now apparently uh-huh. i know we lost betty white which is so sad you know what i've been watching the golden girls now for like three weeks you gotta and it doesn't get easier when i think about the fact that they're not on this planet anymore you would think i knew them right so betty <laughs> betty white dies and i make a fucking tiktok <laughs> and i'm like Betty White is, is gone and the world is a horrible place. 
hate bitches that cry on TikTok. Like, it pisses me off. I'm like, why the fuck you crying? Oh, so my now God. I got these people that are like, how did Betty White die? Well, A, she had a stroke. B, she was 100 fucking years old. Then we lost Sidney Portier, who was, you know, he was an, also an actor. He was very, they're, they're two very different types of actors, but Sidney Portier like, paved the way for a lot of African-American actors. Yes. So it was very sad that he died, but he was also very old. Oh, and then you're like, Bob Saget's like, hold on. Right, and then 2022 is like, hold my beer. Mm-hmm. Hold my beer. And like a week before fucking Betty White died, John Madden died. John Madden is like uh, yeah, the yeah, football yeah. guy. He yes. does the X's and the O's, and he's yes. like, you can tell me what I think. Um, So all these people were old. Bob Saget was 65. Well, you know what? There's a lot of people that are just kicking the bucket. Remember that one year where there was like... 2016. A, George Michael. 69 fucking, years old. But they were like... It was like it was the year like where everybody 60, was like 69. They were all 69. Yeah. There was George Michael, who I don't believe was 69, but George Michael died, kicked it off on Christmas Eve. <laughs> kicked and it then off. And <laughs> then 2016 came, and then it was David Bowie, um, Tom Petty, um, Alan Rickman. Like, there was, like, a bunch of them that died, and they were all, like, 69 years old. And I'm like, oh, my God. It was, like, 69 is, like, the time. They're like, we're done. So now, Bob Saget, like, those girls haven't been through enough. Those poor Tanner girls. It's just, it's it's a little interesting. I'm, like, waiting. But you know what? This is where I shine a little bit. Not shine. That's not even, I don't even know why I said that. It's not where I shine. I don't know. This is where my, um... My pessimism, I guess, or my pessimistic sarcasm comes from because there's been so many big names and like, you know, the media can't wait to like announce them all because it's like, we're all like, oh my God, who's going to be next? So they start getting into these like B, C, D, E, F, G list actors that you're like, so eventually it comes to the point where it was like, you know, Felipe Martinez, once the pool boy for Madonna from years 1981 to 1984, passed away today. And you're like... Okay, you know what I mean? Like, they do that kind of right. shit. And you're like, all right, come on. I was very sad about Danny Tanner. I'm like, you know what? 2022, you need to clean it up. You know who would have cleaned it up? <laughs> Danny Tanner. <laughs> Not so full house now, fuckers. There's a vacancy. <laughs> and a lot of people are coming out saying he was just, like, the nicest person. Uh-huh. He was John really Stamos, just so nice. John Stamos crying on TikTok. Because he is so sad. Candace Bergman, well, Candace Cameron Bergman, posting pictures it's... of him giving her away at their her wedding. Oh, like, gosh, really? They were, like, his actual kids. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who don't speak on anything, who refuse to be part of the revamp of the show and all that, posted, like, some really heartfelt shit on Twitter. Like, they were like, oh, my God, we better. Like, I don't know what happened to those kids, man. <laughs> They're weird little fuckers. <laughs> like they did, they got that that they, weird grandpa complex. Right? Not even got, like daddy, it's like some, grandpa. They got some weird pop up issues. Like I don't know what's going <laughs> on with them. Issues. I don't know either. And and like, I'm gonna need you to eat something. Like have a carb, have a motherfucking carb, Mary Kate. Oh my god! Well, you eat know, eat a slice of pizza, Ashley. I can't. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you know what carbs are good for? Everything. Like, kind of making you gassy, right? Like, when you don't eat carbs. Um, you know what? 
you don't really get a whole lot of gas, right? So I'm thinking... Is that a thing? Because I'm gassy all the time. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to segue like a motherfucker I am flatulistic. <laughs> Are you? Yes. All the time. I'm always clenching my ass cheeks trying not to fart at work. <laughs> Bitch, I am a fucking farty McFarterson. <laughs> I've never farted in front of Paco on purpose. Like, I've coughed and been like, I'm like, oh shit. And he'd be like, oopsie, you made a poopsie. Like, he'll say something like that. But but for the most part, like, when I ha- it happens, we don't mention it. You're going to make me fart right now just laughing so but hard. But when I am in the bed, when I am in the bed and he is not in the bed, I'm like, <laughs> So, like, the other day, <laughs> on Sunday, I had to go get pictures of houses. Like, we have some appraisals for people who don't know. They're called drive-bys. We just have to drive by and we'll get a picture of, like, the house that we're doing. And then you got to get pictures of the comparable houses that you're right. using. And uh, so I was going out to go do that for these drive-bys over this one Sunday. And <laughs> I didn't eat anything. And I'm like, I really need to eat. Because, you know, like, if I don't eat, I get angry. So I'm like, well, we'll just go to McDonald's. And I kept thinking they are going to have breakfast. And they didn't have breakfast. And I'm like, I thought they had breakfast 24 hours. Anyway, so I ended up, like, getting a burger and fries. <laughs> I eat this thing. And I'm not far from this now. So I'm over in like Harmony Woods or something. And it's so quiet because he's still eating. And I'm just, you know, I don't have the radio on and everything. And then all of a sudden I just was like, oh my God, I got a fart. While he was eating? <laughs> but I said it to myself. But it was like this huge feeling of like, oh my God, like I, I needed to push it out. Like, but I was like, oh my God, I got a fart. No, <laughs> no, then you got a clench. No, I didn't clench clench because I forgot he was there. So I was (laughs) So I was like talking to myself. And I was like, oh my god, I got a fart. (laughs) And it was like one of those ones you're like, oh, like that. I just had to like get rid of it because it was like, you know, it just felt like it was taking up too much space. (laughs) I forgot he was there. (laughs) I did because he was quiet. And you know how like you're driving down the road and you just forget where you're at, right? That's kind of what happened. I just wasn't thinking and I was okay. And then I was just like, oh, God, I got a fart. Like that. Like, and I'm like farting. And he's like, good one. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're still there. Like, I have never, ever, ever <laughs> farted in front of Paco. <laughs> on purpose. On purpose. Oh Maybe my twice God. on accident ever. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, girl. I, I give like, it up on all that. And if he is in the room, like, if he's in the basement and I have to poop, I'll go up to the second floor bathroom. Oh, that's what you were saying. To yeah. the bathroom that, he, that nobody uses <laughs> except for me, where I do, like, my hair and makeup. Uh-huh. And I'll poop in there, just in case he has to get something out of the bedroom. I don't want him to even know. <coughs> I don't want him to be in the same vicinity of my poo. Oh, my goodness. It's silly. You know what? We don't have that here, because in my bathroom, we have we have our own bathroom in our bedroom, and it has a louver door on it, because, like, I guess back in the 60s when the stupid house was built, they just put a, it's like a louver door. It's in the closet. It, it's kind of like, yeah, you walk in, the closet's in front of you, and the bathroom's to the right, and it, it, so it's, it's like a weird sort of setup, but... And all the houses are like that in here, too, which is weird, like, the, the style that I have. So it's not just my house, thank God, because I'm like, what is this? But anyway, so <laughs> I'll go up there, and I'll be like, and I'll look through, like, the little cracks in the door, and I'll be like, what are you doing in there? And he's, like, going to the bathroom, like, I can see your knees. Like, I do that to him. He's like, you don't leave me alone. But anyway, I digress. So speaking of farting. Yes, let's talk about this bitch. I know. We're going to talk about the 90-day fiancé star who sells her farts. And makes a shitload of money. Or a fartload, we should say, of money. 
This is from monstersandcritics.com. But uh, this is kind of in a lot of places. Actually, this is just the first place I saw it. But, and this is from Sean S. Leolos. Leolos, I guess how it says. Anyway, Stephanie Matto, or Matto, made her name thanks to 90 Day Fiance, but she has made an even bigger name for herself since leaving the show. I stopped watching it after like the first couple seasons. It was like my mom and me, we would, it was like our little thing that we would do on Sundays. And then I got sick of it and I was like, ah, I don't want to watch the show anymore. So it's after appearing on the show, I don't know this woman. Stephanie started a YouTube channel, wrote books, and even started a subscription service called Unfiltered. Well, look at her just cashing in. Uh, after a heart attack scare forced her to retire from this venture, that all ended. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. It, it was popping up on me. It said, then Stephanie started selling farts. After a heart attack scare forced her to retire from this venture, that all ended. Uh, Stephanie Maddow began selling farts in jars as a joke. However, people bought into it and started buying her farts. That's because men are sick. I'm like, I'm sure there's a couple women in there. Men are fucking sick. There might be one or two women in there. But that is 99.8% men <laughs> buying her farts in <laughs> jars. And you know what? We're from a generation that knew what two two women, one two girls, one cup was. And that gives me, like, fucking Ajana. Could you imagine... Trying to fart in a jar, and then you're just like, you have massive diarrhea, and you're like, Pfft, and it's all over your hand. You've done filled up the jar. What do you do with the jar? Do you just throw it away? What if that shit breaks when the trash man come? And then their fucking back of their truck is full of shit. Well, I think they're not worried about what's in it because it's a trash truck, so let's You know what, there. though? Like, what if somebody's hungry, and they're homeless, and they're like, I'm going to go through this fucking trash, truck. trash go- can and there is poop in a jar and somebody some poor homeless man thinks it's chocolate pudding and he opens oh, it please. and it's just shit oh it's not God. safe it's not sanitary stop it stop making 60 grand a fucking month oh my god the, re- the reach really, the reach you just made it was really, such a reach we really need to find something disgusting to do for my fans, or fans <laughs> or something. like we really need to start profiting off of something i know well so stephanie took her instagram to announce that she had made almost fifty thousand dollars selling her farts in a jar in one week well we should just queef into plastic bags <laughs> it's kind of the same but different <laughs> queef in a plastic bag <laughs> You know what? It's so funny because my stepson, when he first started coming here, we call him Stinky Boy. Or I call him Stinky Butt. Because he used to, like, literally, like, put his legs over his, like, like you know, lean back. like, And he would, like, suck air in his butt and make himself fart. I was like, what are you doing? It was like, he was like, make himself fart. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> he was all about it. He loved making himself fart. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Anyway, so it says, she even said she farted 97 times in two days, all of which she sold. See, you're just, I mean, as flatulent as you are, you're really just. Who the fuck farts 97 times a day? How much fiber do you need to eat? Well, that's why she ended up having a heart attack scare. So she then announced on TikTok that she had crossed the $150,000 mark in fart in a jar sales. However, by the time she crossed the 200000 mark with over 200 total sales, something terrible happened. In her videos about selling the farts in a jar, she said she was eating beans, protein muffins, hard-boiled eggs, protein shakes, and oh. yogurt. This gave her the gas she needed to fart to make all this money. 
LED Bible reported that Stephanie Maddow ended up in the hospital after she thought she suffered a heart attack after her last fart. Bitch, if you don't fucking find that asshole spray that you can buy on the goddamn internet, nobody knows that you're really not farting into these jars. Well, she was. Well, she knew. I'm glad she's so honest. I'm glad she's so honest about her farting adventures. I'm like, does she really get in, in the there? summertime? Is there really a smell in there? In the summertime, I'm going to let sweat drip off my nips. <laughs> And it's going to be nips in a ziplock. Nips in a zip. Lock. It says she suffered shooting pains in her chest. And after doctors rated an EKG, they told the former 90 Day Fiance star that it luckily was an heart attack. She had excess. It was just gas. Yeah, it's what it said. She had excess gas. It's just fucking gas. From her frequent diet of beans, eggs, and banana protein shakes. She told the site that I thought I was having a stroke and that these were my final moments. I was overdoing it. She said she lived on beans and eggs while adding the protein shakes to make the fart smell worse. I remember within one day, I had about three protein shakes and a huge bowl of black bean soup, she said about the day before her hospital trip. I could tell that something was not right, that even when I was laying in bed and I could feel a pressure in my stomach moving upward, it was hard, it was quite hard to breathe. And every time I tried to breathe in, I'd feel a pinching sensation around my heart. And that, of course, made my anxiety escalate. I actually called my friend and asked that they could come over to drive me to the hospital because I thought I was experiencing a heart attack. The doctors told Stephanie that she had to change her diet and take a gas suppressant medication, which ended her fart in a jar career. Here, have some vino. I'm like, Are you, you fucking kidding, kidding me? me? We, <laughs> have to, we have to stop, like, encouraging this shit because Etsy's about to get real weird. <laughs> I know. I just, I'm like, are you kidding me? This oh is craziness. I don't know. I'm like, you know, I think the only reason anybody really wanted the farts, though, is because she was already, like, a celebrity, oh, like a pseudo-celebrity. No. Men are just sick. So you think if you douse yourself in water and it runs off your nipples and it goes into a little jar, people will buy it? Yes. Do you think they'd want to see a picture of the nipples first? I mean... I, if, if if I'm making 60 grand a fucking month, I'll put my nipple sticker on the fucking jar. <laughs> right, on the zip, right on the Ziploc bag. Smack. There's my titty. I know, right? <laughs> there's my nip. <laughs> oh, shit. Girl, oh, there's I my... Don't think, I don't there's think going to be going for none of that. There's my nipple... You, what else you want to see for 60 grand? Oh, my God. What do you want to see? I will sit in Play-Doh and give you a mold of my starfish. Like, my starfish. I'll call him Jamie Starfish. Up. Starfish in a dish. Starfish in a dish. Oh, my I'll God. I'll fucking make them into like little ashtrays. You can put it on your table as a centerpiece. Ah, it'll be your asshole. Speaking of near-death experiences... <laughs> Yes, Danielle and I both had this. Oh, God. Okay. And of course it happened in some, like, weird-ass far-off place. But we have a story, and I got mine from Newsweek. Um, It came out on on January 6th of this year. And it is baby pronounced dead, starts to cry on the way to the cemetery. Yeah, this is crazy. So it says a mother and father in Turkey were left shocked after their son, who was pronounced stillborn by doctors, began crying on his way to the cemetery. Malik Sert, 32, and her husband, Hassan Sert, 34, have told local media about the shocking incident. Malik Sert was five months pregnant when she was told by her doctors that her baby son was stillborn on January 2nd. She was given a death certificate and a small funeral bag 
and the Sehan at the Sehan State Hospital. So I guess in I guess a lot of Muslims, I think you have to bury your dead immediately. I think mm-hmm. that's I think that's a Muslim thing. Okay, that's why they gave it to him in the, in the little funeral bag. Right. According to report a report by Ann Dooley, a, the Ann Dooley Agency, the father took the baby to the Hiraki neighborhood cemetery to bury him. So yeah, he was trying to bury him immediately. Hassan Surt said he drove to the cemetery and he began to hear the baby cry. He then unzipped the bag and called for emergency services immediately. He took off his jacket and wrapped it around the baby and the, turned on the car heater the car heater all the way up. The baby was taken to Adana City Training and Research Hospital and treated in the intensive care unit. The couple feared for miscarriage after Malik Sir went to the hospital with severe pain. She said, my bleeding was stopped at the hospital and I was discharged and I came home. But the day after, we went to the hospital again on New Year's Eve with the same complaint. They kept me under surveillance because there was a risk of miscarriage and then apparently the miscarriage occurred. She asked her husband to check with the nurse whether their baby was alive or if she gave birth to the stillborn baby. He was told the baby had died. The mother and the father had visited the prosecutor's office to investigate whether there had been negligence on the part of the hospital. Fuck yeah, there was. Mm -hmm. The mother told reporters how happy she was to finally see her baby's face. She said, his hands are fidgety, his feet are moving, his heart is beating. I saw him, at least I felt relieved. Thank God I saw that he was fine, but the doctor said his condition is critical. He said that his blood pressure had dropped. He didn't say anything else. He didn't give much information about the condition, about his condition. We wait. She continued to say that, say that she was happy and praised God. She said, we do not despair of God. We pray. I saw the back of the baby's face. I saw the back of the baby's face. I guess the back of the head? Yeah. And the back of his head during his last birth. The last birth. I am happy his hands and feet were fidgeting. I'm very happy. I saw my child alive. What else can I ask for of God? I hope he gets better and regains his health. Aww. Huh. And then down I mean, here, just, I just imagine you think like you've lost your child and then... <laughs> right? Then I got one down here that says, Goat gives birth to a deformed, hairless baby with a human face. I'm going to go ahead and save that one. <laughs> what? That seems interesting. So yeah, that baby wasn't dead. I just, I just don't even know. That baby wasn't Saget. <laughs> oh my god, that's not nice. That's not Sagitted. That's not Betty Whited. Twenty twenty two left it the fuck alone. Girl, you're, you're trying to go with something. I just, it didn't work for me. It worked for me. <laughs> All right, what do I got? I have oh. One, we're going to talk about two different types of women real quick. I want to make the one, the first one quick. So Maya Angelou. Right. Is the first black woman to be, to appear on the U.S. quarter as the treasury begins its distribution. That is fantastic. I am so, 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 so excited about that. So when she was alive, like any video that came up with her, anything that, anything that had to do with her. And if I could watch it, I would watch it. I just loved her. She just had the purest soul. There's something about it when I would watch her, it would calm my insides and it would like make me want to be the woman that I'm supposed to be. I don't know what She's it is. Very, she was very powerful. She was. And it was just something about the things she said. And it was just, she said it in this kind, easy voice, but yet somehow it called something into me to be like the queen that I am. I don't know. I just love it. And I'm so excited about that and good for you. And she also paved the way for a lot of African-American yes, people. 
And yeah, she um, did. it's just, I'm so glad that I was alive to see someone like her. There's so much candy over here. Like, what the shit, man? Well, it was left over from Christmas. So. Trail mix. Hershey kisses. Well, the trail mix is for my husband's lunch. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Poor guy. And then on to the other type of woman. So Jenna Jameson apparently loses her ability to walk. That is so sad because I fucking, <coughs> look, she was brilliant at her craft, man. <laughs> Jenna Jameson was like my favorite porn star ever. Really? Yes. Um, She, she can was... actually act. I don't know. I never really, I don't no, know she that could. I paid attention. I mean, I have to take your word for it. It's not like I, it's not something that I paid attention to really. Right. I like porn with a plot. Do you? I do. I don't. I'm like, let's just get into it. I mean, I haven't had to watch it in a long time. I don't like the compilation where it's just like a bunch of like guys just pumping a bunch of girls and it's different clips. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I enjoy porn with a plot. Oh my God. I want a a a storyline. Well, apparently she ended up getting Guillain-Barre syndrome. And it said, according to a couple of posts on her Instagram page, 47-year-old model revealed to her followers that she lost the ability to walk and was hospitalized in Hawaii where she presently is undergoing treatment. Jameson's partner, uh, Lior Bitten, uploaded a video to her account speaking about her recent health issues, claiming that she had been throwing up for weeks and was hospitalized before returning home from Hawaii. When she got home, she could not carry herself and needed help getting to and from the bathroom. Bitten says that multiple times her knees would buckle and she could not carry her body weight. She returned to the hospital in Hawaii where she was diagnosed with Guillain-Barre syndrome, which she mispronounced twice in her video. So what? Guillain-Barre is, like, hard to pronounce, by the way. Right. <clears throat> and the only reason I know how to pronounce Jameson it is... And is very top-heavy. Well, and I was in neurology, and um, I think in the years that I was in neurology, there was only, like, one or two people that actually had yeah. it out of the thousands of people that we would see. I mean, it's, it's very, very rare to get. And obviously, she's pretty lucky because Guillain-Barre will fuck you up. It, I mean, if anybody has seen any of the videos, there's like some TikTok people that have posted uh-huh. something, some YouTube videos. Like, you're you're fine one minute, and then the next you're in a wheelchair, and the next you're dead. Oh, I mean, well, some of, I think and it's, it's, it's survivable, but it will ruin right, you. Right, but then there's those cases where you're completely aware, and you're just a shell. Like, yeah, your that's body kind of like dead, what's happening. you are completely aware. And you're, like, on an event and things like that. And then you come out of it and you got to walk again, talk again. You know, it's just, it's depending on the severity. So, it's kind of crazy. So, anyway, it says, according to the CDC, Guillain-Barre syndrome is a rare autoimmune disorder in which a person's immune system works against them and damages the nerves, which can cause muscle weakness and paralysis. She said, I am in the hospital and will likely remain here until treatment is complete. I hope to be out of here soon, said the former adult film star. P.S. I did not get the jab or any jab. This is not a reaction to the jab. Thank you for your concern, she clarified. Um, I guess people were wondering if that's she got why. the vaccine. Yeah, if she got the vaccine. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's like kind of crazy because when I see stuff like that, I always watch with the Guillain-Barre stuff. I don't know why when like it comes across. Um, I tend to watch them just because it's amazing watching what happens with these people. Like, how hard they have to fight to get themselves back to, you know, where they need to be. It's it's wild. Well, I hope that um, she... I know she can't beat it. There's no cure. But I do hope that she finds a place where she's at least comfortable. Well, Guillain-Barre, you can move on from. You can recover from it. 
Oh, I thought that there it was like, well, I don't know. I don't know anything about no, it. No, Gambare is something that's usually like acute and um, you can recover. I mean, it's been a long, long time now. God, I've been out of doing that now for like six years. But um, from what I remember, like depending on where it is, like you can move on. You can walk and talk again and stuff like that. Oh. You may have like some lingering effects that you may never get back. It's kind of like if you have a stroke. Oh, okay. You know, some people, they don't regain certain things. Like sometimes with Guillain-Bray, there is like that. But there's a lot of people who, who do make it. Well, speaking of people who um, got famous by having sex, let's talk about the Kardashians. Oh, wow. Okay. This whole thing with um, Pete Davidson and her still just... Uh, well, Pete Davidson is also humping on Miley Cyrus, so I'm not sure what's happening. I don't think so. They are. Like... What? No. Yes. They're, they're... I know she did something and they were like, oh, Kim Kardashian, stop following Miley Cyrus or Cyrus. Well, she announced that they were they had been a thing since, like, December. What? Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson, and I guess Pete Davidson's just out there being a man whore. Anyway, I don't know. Let's talk about the Kardashians, even though I fucking can't stand them. Why are we talking about them then? Because Khloe Kardashian is totally fucking Courtney's baby dad. That is not happening. So I feel listen, like I know Courtney. Listen and I- <laughs> to this. No, she is not. So Khloe Kardashian had has had a stormy relationship, uh, Stormy. Oh my god. Um, with Tristan Thompson in the wake of the NBA star's latest betrayal. Sources said that the good American founder has continued to learn her sister, lean on her sister's ex, Scott. Mm-hmm. They've always been buddies and they've always been pretty close. This became even more apparent when Kardashian seemingly received a bouquet of pastel roses from the father of her niece and nephews. Mm-hmm. Life and Style reported this, that the reality star took to her took her appreciation to Instagram wherein she posted a photo of the flowers and thanked Scott for it, adding the words, I love you. Following the gestures, insiders told the publication that the bouquet was more than a friend reaching out to a friend. Their bond is special and powerful. Thus, it would not become a surprise that their friendship blossomed into more. Oh, see, they're not saying it is. They're just saying Mm -hmm. it. They're just trying to speculate on some shit. Mm -hmm. They have always been close. If you ever watched the show and all that, you would see that they had that. The same informants noted that not even Khloe Kardashian's sister, Courtney, who has three children with Scott Disc, would be shocked if they dated each other. But the case is not the same with Tristan Thompson, who shared daughter with the former x-factor co-host it is alleged that nba player is fuming over scott's move to give flowers to the kardashian no he's not they never reportedly got along adding that thompson always saw him as a threat this is why the romance between scott and chloe would be the perfect revenge this is not the first time the two celebrities face dating rumors and speculations just earlier this month fans of the cocktails with chloe is there a fucking show called Cocktails with Chloe? I don't know. Ugh. I have no idea. I don't the, follow the, them The that fans close. of Cocktails with Chloe <sighs> host assume that Scott Disks was flirting with Chloe, according to The Sun US. This came after the reality star posted a series of photos of her herself on Instagram, and Scott wrote in the comments section, Fine American, although Kardashian replied with, Haha, many say that um, they were not... What's the word? Surprised to see Courtney's ex doing such things. What? Oh, what? Mm-hmm. With, you mean like Tristan, you mean? 
But despite the criticisms, the duo did not make any response on the platform. They maintained their silence about the matter. Khloe Kardashian did, however, once defend her friendship with Scott in the past. In 2019, the Keeping Up, the Kardashian, Keeping Up star shared a lengthy message as a response to a Nietzschean who seemingly accused them of sleeping together. She slammed the Instagram user saying that it made her feel sad for the individual. She explained that with the accusation thrown at her, Scott, her and Scott, it appeared that the Nietzschean, what, what the fuck is a Nietzschean, does not have relationships and can be completely platonic. So anyway, yeah, I have no way out there fucking. They are not fucking. I don't believe it. They are not. I don't believe it. Because you've never watched the show. That's why. I have to watch Keep It Up with the Kardashians. Uh, For the record, I used to watch that shit every day in the gym. Oh, and how many times did we go to the gym? When I was hanging out with Andy all those years ago, like every day we'd go to the gym. Oh my God, for like one week. It was like five months, bitch. No, it was yes, not. Yes, it was. And you hated it, by the way. I did. I went a couple times and you hated it the whole time. You would have smoked if you could have sat on the, what's it called, the if, little bike if I and could, smoked a cigarette, yes, you would have. Yes, I would have. You used to be running and sweating. I know. I, I used to miss, I miss that. I used to love running. It was great. But now, like, well, if you watch the show, then you would know that her and Scott have that kind of brotherly, sisterly, they always have. Why would I watch that shit? I don't do reality TV. I don't know. I, I find I them do, a little I fascinating. Do, I am interested in this new one about this kid, this girl who had cancer. And she she won cancer, but her pituitary gland is, like, gone. And she's, like, a 22-year-old woman trapped in a 9-year-old body. Like What? Yeah. And she looks like an 8-year-old girl. And it shows her going out into the world. And all she wants to be is treated like an adult because she's 22. And oh, but she didn't have any hormones, right? Because her pituitary gland. So she is basically eight years old. So they can't give her hormones to her, bo- her make it. Her bones are fused. Everything. She cannot get any taller. She's always going to be this small child. Oh wow! Her name is like Shauna something. But I am interested in watching that one. And I do like the one on TLC on um, what's that one? Discovery Plus about the pigs. The Pig Wars. That's because never heard that one. It's like the Kardashians, but with pigs. I like that one. How is it like the Kardashians? You have Kardashian to watch it. Pigs. It's called Pig Rich. Pig Rich. Pig Rich. You'll have to look it up and watch an episode. Oh my god! I don't even know what to do with this thing right now. You know what else I don't know what to do with these fucking people on TikTok that are mixing their pasta with Nutella? So that's really fucking disgusting. And See, I want to say no. One. I want to say that's a no. That is a no. It's a big no, and I'm not even going to read it. It's like a whole article, and I refuse to read it. Because I'm just going to say it's no, and I'm done with this, and no, knock it the fuck off. I'm so sick and tired of you people. However, one thing I am all about is this other post that's going viral, and it's the guy who made up this whole scenario in his head about having $1 grilled cheeses. Oh my God, that was fucking fantastic. It is. And he it, is, like, uh-huh. just fucking about it. This is my idea. This is my business plan. I'm not going to give change. Fuck you. <laughs> and somebody literally, like, photoshopped it into existence. And I just have to talk about it because I think it's kind of amazing. And he's got one of the best ideas ever. And then you go even further and other people are like, well, I'm going to do the $1 bowl of soup. Yeah, $1 tomato soup. Yeah, and then it just keeps going and all these different people have all these different ideas. So if you haven't seen it yet, there's this guy who comes up with this idea to have a food truck 
where all he does is sell grilled cheeses. For $1. For $1. And he doesn't make change or anything else. So if you give him $20, you get 20 grilled cheeses. That's it. He's not giving you any change. You can fuck off. That's it. <laughs> and I so. love how he says it, too. He's like, don't give me your fucking, don't give me a 20 because you'll, <laughs> you'll get 20. Che- yeah, you'll get you'll 20 get- grilled cheeses. I'm not giving you change. So it comes from a guy and his name's Daniel Danger. So I, I, I kind of like that Danger. already. Yeah, I already kind of like that. And he goes, my post art plan is opening a grilled cheese cart. It will serve $1 grilled cheese made with white bread, bulk cheese, bulk butter, and that's it. Greasy as hell. No options. No artisan. Nothing. There'll be no train, no change. You give me $5, you're getting five. You figure your own life out. I love that part. <laughs> the business and cart will be called $1 grilled cheese with not a lick of irony or cleverness. It will be impact front. I'm assuming impact is the lettering design. Uh-huh. Black on cheese yellow. I will decimate every other food truck or food cart out there. It's 1 a.m. You're stumbling out of the bar or show. What do you want? Do you want to wait outside some asinine truck for a $12 deconstructed grilled cheese with avocado relish that takes 20 goddamn minutes? Or do you want five no bullshit grilled cheeses stacked in wax paper for five bucks? It's like 10% cost of product when you aim low as I will aim quality wise at a built in upsell because once again, I do not give change. Money goes into a slot and that's it. Figure your own shit out. Also, my cart will have a boom box cranking doo classics. <laughs> but are they going to be good? They're going to be exactly like the zillion grilled cheeses your somewhat absentee parents made for you as a kid. So, yeah, you're probably going to have a lot of feelings about them, good and bad. I will use a lot of butter. I'll say that much. You get a free grilled cheese if you give us a one-star Yelp review that says there's no tomato slices and we refuse to give change. So, you ended up with 20 grilled cheeses because you had just hit up at the ATM. But what if you offered? No. 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 I won't be offering shit. I think the company slogan will be, get your wallets out, but don't get your hopes up. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to introduce our mascot. He's an overeducated 20-something struggling to pay off his student loans and will never be able to afford a house. So he'll be stuck in a rental cycle until his second wife, who has a good job, who currently wears a sandwich costume for money. Oh, my God. I just thought that was really great. It says, on an unrelated side note. Do y'all know you can just slather mayo in place of butter with grilled cheese and it's pretty good because it's just sort of flavored oil, you know, and the darkness inside takes you to that place. <laughs> it's not good, though. I think that mayonnaise with the grilled cheese is gross. I love it, though, but people are like, you know what, that'll be awesome. And then I'll get a truck that has, like, tomato soup and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I just think it's amazing. You know what I think is amazing? Mm. This guy's fucking face. So, <laughs> this guy's face. Let me just tell you that I'm going to have to post this on the fucking um, page next week. Okay. So when you guys hear this shit, you understand what I'm talking about. So this is from um, also Newsbreak. I don't know, 29, fox29.com. So about around the corner from me, a little further for Danielle, stands a Walmart. Mm. We call it the hood Walmart. It's the scary Walmart. Like, <sighs> nobody goes to that Walmart. It's called Ghetto Mart. It's Ghetto Mart. It is not a safe place. It is not a safe place. It's also scenes of a lot of, like, shootings. Well, usually when you drive by there, you can usually see someone's weave in the road. Oh, yeah, there is, like, sometimes there's just random weaves in the road. Yeah, and and then there's, like, a bus stop not too far from it, and usually people ding their carts from the Walmart all the way up to the bus stop. Right. And they stack them up as if it's, like, a cart return at the bus stop. I have seen that, but it makes it easier for the people because they just roll it, it back. It does. It does. Like, don't, least, I, look, I used to live in Wilton because that's where it is. I used to live in Wilton. I used to go to that Walmart. I am not above it or below it. <laughs> I used to live in that area. I lived on Jennings Court. 
<laughs> it was in Wilton. So <laughs> I came from that area. I could talk about where I lived. And so, it was always interesting. Anyway, the other day there was a, a man who was sitting in his minivan and got shot up. And it says, Newcastle County man arrested for attempted murder after shooting him in a Walmart parking lot. And they've got this boy's mugshot. And he is seriously crying in his fucking mugshot. But bitch, were you crying when you had that gun in your hand? You fucking bitch. Like, you can tell. Like, he's gonna be like, my mom is gonna be so mad at me. Like, that's what's going through his fucking head right now. Oh, he's like man like you're a badass motherfucker until you get actual arrested uh-huh i feel bad for him because he's only 23 but at the same time you're a fucking asshole and you know better i know and he said wait it says delaware state police arrested a man in connection after a shooting incident that happened monday morning troopers were dispatched at a shooting in a walmart parking lot across approximately at 11 46 a.m like come on it wasn't even at night it was lunchtime Damn. When they arrived, troopers noticed a gray 2019 Dodge Caravan. Oh, damn. That was a nice van. In the oh parking lot with a lot of damage, as well as multiple bullet holes in the front windshield. An investigation determined that the 29-year-old victim was sitting inside his vehicle when an unknown person approached the driver's side door and asked for money. When the victim told the suspect he didn't have any, the suspect displayed a handgun and began firing rounds. The victim was struck multiple times and was taken to the an area hospital for injuries to the head and neck. Oh my god. Ezekiel Tamba, 23, of Newcastle, was identified by authorities as the suspect. Tamba later turned himself into Troop 2 and was taken into custody after a brief struggle. He faces numerous charges, including attempted murder and re- resisting arrest. Oh, wow. So, look at his fucking face. I know, I'm looking at at it right now. bitch ass fucking face. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I'm so badass. Oh, oh, look at me, I got a gun. Oh, 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 I'm in jail. What the fuck did you expect? Well, apparently he turned himself in. Uh, He had no choice. Somebody was going to write him out. There wasn't a reward. Well, it says he, somebody said something about... He better about, hope that that man in the hospital right now doesn't die from any of those gunshot wounds. Well, Judy Graydon said he turned himself in, then resisted arrest. Why add another charge? Maybe that's the reason for the remorse for look. He wasn't able to get away. Mm, whatever, he's a bitch. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, you kind of get what you deserve, but... Here's another one that kind of gets what he deserved if we're going to talk about people getting arrested. I do love them. This one's interesting. So, oh my God, we should start a brand new podcast sometimes and just talk about dumb criminals in our state. Just dumb criminals. Just in general, dumb criminals. There's so many. Um, This is from The Insider, and it says, Video captured a man bursting into flames after being tasered by police. Oh my God. The New York Attorney General is investigating. So, apparently, I'll make this quick because I know we're kind of like running out of time. But it says the the New York Attorney General's office is investigating the death of death of a man who burst into flames when he was tasered by police, according to a statement released Friday. The Attorney General's office released two videos that show the October 30th encounter between Jason Jones, 29, and officers from the Catskill Police Department. The first video shows Jones and three officers in the police station lobby. Jones seems upset and appears to be staggering as he moves around a room around the room. At one point, he takes off his shirt. The second video shows Jones squirting what appears to be hand sanitizer on his body and head. An officer fires his taser while Jones is out of frame. Immediately, there's a huge flash of light and Jones reappears in frame 
with his upper body and head engulfed in flames. Fuck. He rolls on the ground in an apparent effort to put out the flames. Minutes later, medics arrive. The graphic video embedded below is disturbing. We don't have to look at that. Stop chopping. Don't do drugs. It says Jones died on December 15th, the, eternal, the Attorney General's office said, adding that they are required by law to investigate when a police officer may have caused the death of a person by an act or admission. So... Oh, my God. Like, I don't know. It's like, okay, well, you don't think a taser is going to, like, set somebody on fire? Because, I don't know. But then, you know, they've got the hand sanitizer, which has got, like, what is it, like, 90% alcohol or some shit? So, also, on New Year's Eve in Florida, God bless them, there was a gentleman who got arrested by the police. And the police found a bunch of dope up in his asshole. And he was like, that's not mine. Uh uh Yep. What? Shut yep. up now. Yep. What? Yep. <laughs> it's not mine. How'd that get there? <laughs> well, do you remember a couple seasons ago, or I don't know, last season, maybe the beginning of the season, I don't know, when the guy, like, somehow ended up in the ER and he needed a fish taken out of his ass? Yeah. And he said he just sat on one. Right. I kind of feel like he's like, oops, I sat on somebody's stash and it went up my ass. Right. I sat on all this math. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, you want to take us home, Jamie? Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever accidentally sat on something and then gotten arrested for it, write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com because that will be interesting enough to read. Also, um, (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, Oh, God. So you can find us on... um, Facebook. You could also find me and Danielle, mostly me on TikTok. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of videos. So I'm Jamie Hallibull, uh on TikTok and you can find us at Straight From The Net on Facebook. You can also find us on all the platforms that you listen to your podcast on. But we have one thing that a lot of radio shows are shit. <laughs> <laughs> I segued all that She went all the way there. All the way there. All the way there. We have something that not all podcasts have. Danielle, what do we have? I hope I didn't ruin their surprise. We have a radio show. No way. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> uh, so we have a radio show on New York Daytime Radio. Uh, whoever did that, whoever thought that was a good idea, we have no idea. But the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio, said, put them on. Why not? 10 o'clock on Friday morning with all their fan language. Right. And I saw that Louie is like, I interviewed Bob Saget, the nicest guy I've ever interviewed on the air. Louie, if you have these fucking connections, why are we paying you to play our shit? <laughs> it's actually like a uh, donation. I don't give a fuck. It's a donation. I don't give a fuck. To the, the foundation. Keep going. <laughs> but anyway. We're on there. <laughs> We're not sure about Saturday. All right, so every... Jamie's just like, I'm fucking done. Rage I'm fucking quarter. over it. So every Friday at 10 a.m., you can find us on the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio. And if you miss it, that's okay. They replay us on Saturday nights at 7 o'clock. And if you miss it, that's okay, too, because I'm going to upload this show to our mother platform, which is SoundCloud. It's going to shoot out to all these wonderful places. All your major podcasts. To all the major podcast pla- or podcast platforms. Um, so, yeah, right? Is that it? Okay. <laughs> I'm so lost now. 
that's even it. talking about so much. I don't even know what's going on. So we will see you guys next week. We're so happy that you're back, Jamie. We're happy that you're getting there. And, you know, you finally got your, your badge of honor. You've got the COVID. You know, you had it. And it, it's over with box now. Of, can I get a purple box of tissue? Like, they give the purple heart. Yeah, I know. A purple box of tissues. Puffs. <laughs> With but, lotion. But we are so glad that you're back. And in the meantime, everybody else stay um, healthy and safe because that shit's going around. Wear your mask. Place. Don't be a dick. Okay, bye. And bye.